Hey, and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. I'm the pastor at Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. And today we are in John chapter 4 as we continue to devotionally journey through the New Testament, looking at a portion of each chapter every weekday, uh, looking for ways we can think about it a little bit more deeply and then hopefully apply it to our lives. And so with that said, let's jump right into today's text, John chapter 4, at the very end of the chapter. I want to begin in verse 46, if you want to follow along with me. Here's what the scripture says. So he came again to Cana in Galilee, where he had made the water wine. Now we remember, this was a the first sign that Jesus did. It says, and at Capernaum, there was an official whose son was ill. When the man heard that Jesus had come from Judea to Galilee, he went to him and asked him to come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. So Jesus said to him, unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. The official said to him, sir, come down before my child dies. Jesus said to him, go, your son will live. The man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and went on his way. As he was going down, his servants met him and told him that his son was recovering. So he asked them the hour when he began to get better. And they said to him, yesterday at the seventh hour, the fever left him. The father knew that that was the hour when Jesus had said to him, your son will live. And he himself believed in all his household. This was now the second sign that Jesus did when he had come from Judea to Galilee. I, I love this story. I love the way the this story adds to really what John is attempting to do. Remember, John's goal is to get us to believe that Jesus is the Son of God and that we would have life by believing in his name. This is John's goal. And John's going to achieve this goal really by laying out initially these signs that Jesus is, is going to perform. And each of these signs, even more than just being a miracle, each of them is meant to be a sign that reveals something about who Jesus is. And so that, that first sign, the, the water into wine, and Jesus is the one bringing a brand new era. Jesus is the one who is bringing new things. He's, he's the one who can purify. Ultimately, he's the one who's going to sacrifice. And, uh, and that's the, the first sign. And now the second sign, you have an official that hears about Jesus. He comes to Jesus and he's coming really expecting Jesus, the miracle worker. And he really ends up getting so much more because Jesus, he, he tells this man, your son will be healed. Jesus does not go with this man. Jesus just speaks the words. So this man's son is healed. Now this man is desperate. You can tell Jesus's response to him causes the man to respond, but just come, come before something worse happens to my son. And the man, he, he trusts Jesus. He goes back and while he's going back, he's met by his servant and they do the calculation. When did my son start to feel better? Well, it was the seventh hour, which would be one, one in the afternoon. And, uh, and the man knows this is when Jesus said these words. And so you have this, this great ending where it says, that he, and he himself believed in all his household. You know, I just love this. They are believing in Jesus. They're believing that Jesus is, he is the one that ultimately the life is found in. And this man's son is headed toward the, the brink of death. And this man goes to Jesus, this official goes to Jesus. And at Jesus' words, his son ends up having life. 
You know, this is a sign that points to Jesus as really the one who has life. He, he is the, the originator of life. We, we see that in John chapter 1. He's the source of all creation. And, and now we see that Jesus, he's able to bring healing. He's able to bring physical life to this, this man's son. Now, this, this is the, the sign that we consider. And ultimately, the sign leads us to consider who Christ is not just for this man and his son, but who Christ ultimately is for us. You see, Christ is the one that we find life in. Now, this might sound like a, a common thing to hear as a believer. Sometimes we can become so accustomed to hearing that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. We can become so almost like uh, expectant to hear uh, uh, someone talk about finding life in Jesus. But let's Let's listen to these words with new ears. Let's look at Christ with new eyes. Let's remember what the significance of this actually is. In Jesus, you and I, because of his death and resurrection, we have new life. We, we weren't just on our deathbed. We were spiritually dead, completely separated. We were dead in our sin and trespass. But Jesus, through his death, paid the price for our sins, and through his resurrection gives us new life in him. This is the expectation we have, not just to, to live in him in this life, but to have an eternal life waiting for us forever. I mean, this is meant to lead us to marvel and to glory in Christ. This is meant to lead us to worship and honor Christ. And just like this man and his whole family, this is meant to lead us to believe in Jesus so that we can believe in Jesus and have life in his name. So what I would like you to do as you turn this off, I would like you to, to end this by just taking a moment and, and thanking, thanking the Lord for giving you life. Maybe, maybe go around. If you're sitting as a family or if you listen to this with, with other people, in, especially at Valley in our church or other people in your church, maybe just text the group of people that you know that might listen to this with you and say, hey, what is something that you're thankful about with the way that you have been given life in Jesus? Maybe send this video to them and say, hey, I watched this video. It was a reminder of the life I have in Christ. Take this moment just to, to remember the life you have in Christ and to thank to thank God for the life that you have in Christ.